0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, April 8th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Radio. Ashley and I were greeted to the most glorious news this morning. Uh, <laughs> we really were. I
1: am, I, you know, spoiler, but I'm... Mm- very glad that i had a much better day on wednesday
0: than scott rudin here we go so in what comes as no shock to ashley me or the broadway radio team and or theater for that matter scott rudin got the public flailing he finally deserved for many many years this morning uh, in an expose from the hollywood reporter here are some article highlights because we highly recommend that you read the whole thing it is extensive and it doesn't even to be frank, it doesn't even scratch the surface of what we know about him. No. So Spotco sued Rudin for $6.3 million for unpaid pre-pandemic work on eight Broadway shows, becoming the latest legal action against him that spilled into the public view. Spotco is a, a PR firm for theater, if you mm-hmm. were not uh, aware. Um, in 2018, the estate of Harper Lee sued Rudin, claiming that the Aaron Sorkin script altered characters, the setting and the legal proceeding at the heart of the novel, which it did, which Correct. we will talk about later. Correct. Um, <laughs> Jeremy O'Hare Harris, who oh god, we love so much, uh, writer of Slave Play, he's incredible, uh, called Rudin out on Twitter as loudly racist in another public outbreak. We believe in it also in 2018. The Slave Play playwright, wow, I can say that, uh, he called on the phone and cussed him out once and said, you're a baby playwright who has written one good play. No one gives a fuck what you have to say, to which Jeremy O'Harris responded, why did you just pay me to say something in two plays? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's amazing and does not care because we do know that for a fact he is loudly racist. Mm-hmm. After Rudin became ensnared in a feud between Nathan Lane and director George C. Wolf during previews of the Tony nominated play Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, uh one of his employees said that Rudin became uh began to blame his the assistant for the situation and demanded that she skip her 5:30 a.m. gym Visit that her doctor prescribed her because of her health and her diabetes, it was um, absolutely crucial to her health, and she was essentially fired for the fact that she was not willing to give up her five thirty to six am gym time per a knowledgeable legal source. bullying claims against Ruta never see the light of day and are settled quickly. Fear of reprisals has kept many from speaking out. Employees typically sign a non disparagement agreement not including when he publicly chastised Audra McDonald for getting pregnant during shuffle ag- along and the countless other credible misogynistic and blatant narcissistic harassment that people around him have endured. Mm-hmm. This is just the beginning, you know, keep in mind many Broadway Productions like West Side Story, The Book of Mormon, oh, and yeah. Mockingbird, they're all slated to come back. And the highly publicized music man starring Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster are just just a few. This is this is how people stay in power. Right. Is settlements money. Yeah. There is no producer with his checkbook. You know, I'm I, you know, you and I were scrolling Twitter all day as well. I'm sure um, about this. And so many of my friends have said, truly, why hasn't this man come crashing down and one uh, one person cited yeah. and I don't want to say names, but um, they basically said that other producers and other advertising firms have had problems with him. But at the end of the day, his check clears. And that has always been yep. what is said around town. And I get that, you know, like there's nobody else with his pocketbook. There's just not. And so, yeah, yeah how are you supposed to take de- this? Isn't a casting thing where you don't want right. to cast this guy for being a piece of shit. He's footing the bill. So if somebody's keeping everybody employed and keeping theater, quote, going, what are you going to do? You know? And so a thing like the Hollywood Reporter, like this type of expose is the only way I think people are going to pay attention or realize any of this, but I don't know that anything will happen. Mm. actually what were your thoughts today? Yeah, I was just about to say theoretically. So right. you
1: hit you hit the nail on the head and there's a lot to address here. I obviously have a mm. lot of feelings
0: about this. <laughs> it um, be podcast for all yeah,
1: this is gonna be a four hundred hour episode. <laughs> um Maybe the most important thing is that none of this is surprising. Matt and I especially, I think, are well on the record of our Scott, Mm -hmm. Root, and Hate. We've spent nearly whole shows dedicated (laughs) to Mm -hmm. Scott, Root, and Hate between West Side Story and the Beetlejuice Music Man Winter Garden debacle, which we'll get. Uh Literally every mention of him I basically gag into my microphone So that mm-hmm. is, it's well documented One of the things that annoyed me And it happens all the time but One of the things that annoyed me as reactions To exposés always Annoyed me Is that the people who treat the news like uh, uh, treat news like this As if it's well what if, if people Knew and this was such an open secret why Is he still in business oh, or up. Or what or or the why now I saw a lot of that also mm. saw a lot Of that with Weinstein saw a lot of that with Spacey beautifully unsurprising and they're all connected
0: <laughs> to the and extent I also hear that about any kind of person yeah. That comes forward about mental physical Financial sexual abuse Why of now of course oh, These these victims um, are Coming forward and that's that's a gift in and itself. I can't imagine how difficult that was, especially for this man who got a potato thrown at him like
1: oh my god yeah, yeah absolute uh completely brave all, all the people who spoke about, on the record about this all the people who didn't speak on the record anyone who spoke at all for this piece um there was a saying like we saw that a lot with weinstein spacey which they're all connected to the extent that mm-hmm. matt reminded us earlier that spacey <laughs> basically played rudin in the movie swimming with sharks um saw a lot of that on wednesday especially after megan ellison who's an ep mm-hmm. at annapurna and co EP'd with him on true grit had called him quote abusive racist and sexist in response to the expose and then people accused her of talking about it when it was convenient for her tale as old as time um so first of all this was not a secret i don't think anyone is treating this as a secret everyone knew this and this is also not the first piece
0: about rudin this is (laughs) there is literally another piece twitter account dedicated to anonymous claims guys of course (laughs)
1: There's literally another piece in The Hollywood Reporter back in 2010, titled The Most Feared Man in Town, was written by Stephen Galloway. It starts with previous stories, time Scott Rudin was driving, uh, an assistant became so angry he slammed on the brakes, allegedly sending the young man careening into the windshield. There's the former staffer who was forced to take ulcer medication to cope with stress. There's the Mm. executive who drew Rudin's wrath by turning away some of the producers' guests at a premiere, prompting Rudin to write the only thing separate. My hands from your neck is the fact that there are 3,000 miles between us And then the next graph reads So it comes as a shocker to discover Meeting him in person for the first time That Rudin is utterly, almost dazzlingly charming And I point that out because I think it's important It's not that these stories are secret Because they have been very well out in the open Either on social media or word of mouth It's that he's been held up Regardless, and like his Previously mentioned buddies, held up by Other abusive men Now, because we are a theater podcast, (laughs) you mentioned mentioned, uh, some of the theater side stories Mm -hmm. of that. So looking more at that, I was asked on Twitter on Wednesday if I think the Schubert's will back away from him, even Mm -hmm. though they've probably known about this for decades. Again, no, probably they have known about it. (laughs) If if I know about it, the Schubert's know just straight up. (laughs) Um, The genuine answer to that is I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be change. At all, the Hollywood Reporter, though a big publication, is still an industry Mm -hmm. publication. Um, Require action requires heat to stay on him. We have (laughs) we have a disadvantage at the moment. That's kind of the opposite with the Black Lives Matter slash we see white American theater movement. Mm -hmm. With that they had nothing but time there was no theater going on there was no way to evade the conversation that white people have been Mm -hmm. trying to avoid forever now there's limited theater which kind of puts it at a disadvantage because until a scott bruden production is running in new york rather than just kind of
0: Bruden is the one who's in charge of these pop-ups that we're seeing throughout the city yeah it's true producing them it's very true It is very true We were so thankful That someone was doing this And then here it is This guy
1: It's always Scott Rudin It's always Scott Rudin But it's kind of like The you know Longer term production things Because these are like So I mean They're one and done Situations And there's Mm -hmm. not really Enough time Like when we saw The West Side Story With the Amar Ramasar casting Which I'll get to In a second again Like people were Protesting that for weeks And weeks and weeks And trying to put Pressure on that We don't really have That opportunity With like even These pop-up things It's And we're still on the pandemic (laughs) Um, yeah yeah, remember remember um but yeah like the league and everyone else is they're so good at doing could just like block out the online noise there's already nobody buying tickets to things because there's no shows to buy tickets for other than these online shows so if there's no one putting pressure on them and this like Story as big if it as big as it is and stay in the news, then Scott Rudin is still one of the most powerful, <laughs> if not the most powerful producer. Yeah. He's been allowed to work and run his workplaces lo- this long. Um, as is in, not new in theater. Talked about Shuffle Along, literally suing mm-hmm. Lloyd's of London because Audrey Macdonald had the nerve to get pregnant. Uh, there's West Side Story and the casting of Amar Ramasar, which surprise, bitch, I'm back talking about that. We'll never not be talking. about <laughs> About that I'm so glad <laughs> a sec- You know I'm, our, I'm a, star, a sexual abuser Then we have the upcoming Our Town Starring Dustin Hoffman Which again Has been accused Of sexual assault Multiple times And no one wants To talk about that Because legendary Dustin Hoffman But has been accused Of sexual assault Multiple times Look at the aggression With handling the music man Into the Winter Garden Look at the lawsuit yeah. Over to kill a mockingbird Look at him charging $50 tickets To try and fill up theaters At oh, the start God, of the pandemic so
0: gross Yeah last year Last yeah. March it <laughs> worked.
1: Yeah, this is someone who in that first Hollywood reporter from 11 years ago claimed that he had grown up and now 11 years later, there's an expose no. of physical and emotional abuse. This is not a changed man. This is an abusive um, man with anger issues who has been held up, not just who holds up his own position, but has been held up in a position of power. And again, that's a fucking tale as old as time.
0: Yeah, I so, spent the last year reading about narcissistic abuse because I truly didn't understand the, the magnitude and the level level and how it can just it be so insidious and so watching my own situation play out watching donald trump play out watching this play out it's textbook guys like truly it's like it's textbook these
1: these stories aren't new and that's not new like this is (laughs) there's there's nothing that you can sneak by in terms of abuse because they all follow the same fucking playbook yeah so it's will the Schubert's do anything about this man who kept setting box office records for them with To Kill a Mockingbird Mm -hmm. which was a nonsense show Uh, I'd be amazed will anyone do anything Uh, are we relying on the league who are we relying on because if we're relying on the league absolutely never I think we're going
0: to have to rely on, unfortunately, people like Hugh Jackman, people like Sutton, people that are heavy hitters in the shows saying, we can't do this. That's a big, big, uh, you know, trust exercise. Exactly. But I don't know otherwise how we are going to see a change. Because I think you're right. The people with the pocketbooks are going to like that he constantly makes the money. And that's I get that. They're business people. Yeah, it's a business. At the same time, when do you when do you exchange that for humanity? And um, I guess that's.
1: That's, that's the way that Broadway, I mean, we keep seeing this unravel. We keep seeing this in fr- as far as casting and production and everything behind the scenes. We've seen this with the Black Lives Matter movements. We were talking about this and not as much as we should in terms of anti-Asian racism now and violence and casting and theater. It's just always the case. It's, you're choosing business, you know, your, your, your parochial view of business mm. and what you think is going to get people in the seats, which, Uh, most of the show Scott Rudin produces does not get me in the seats. I know they don't get other people in the seats. I get that it's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's frustrating and it's frustrating because, again, as you said, these uh, we're going to have to rely on stars who, for the most part, don't really speak out for fear of their own career and haven't spoken out against Scott Rudin or anybody else and fear of their own career. And that's it's just cyclical. And it's. It's frustrating Yeah and one other thing I want to mention Is the uh
0: Whatever happened to That New York Times Broadway Me Too piece Me too. We were supposed to get You and I tweeted The same shit Shamp- today I'm not even kidding you Like it Shamp- was like Clockwork you know I think a lot of us Were like okay Well we've said this When are we going to say this When are we going to get That Me Too article We're talking
1: about that It was in 2017 Was just mysteriously killed Why and where And who else Because you know Scott Rudin was in that Piece for something mm-hmm. God knows who else And who else is in there that's supporting him that's what i want to know
0: we want answers people and before we get into the rest of the show we're going to take a breath we're going to take a moment we also need to say that we are um listening to all these survivors of abuse Mm -hmm. and we hear you and we um we're here for you Always. always uh let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor audible audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place at audible you can find the largest selection of audiobooks original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. Their newest plan, Audible Plus, gives you full access to their Popular Plus catalog. And now you can listen all you want to thousands and thousands and thousands of popular audiobooks, original entertainment, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and
1: exclusive series. That is all incredibly true. You know, we (laughs) keep talking about uh, the great things that you can find on Audible. One thing that I really want to shout out is on Audible Plus, and that comes out today, April 8th, At 3 a.m. Eastern Time, it's the Williamstown Williamstown Theater Festival and Audible Theater's co-production of the world premiere musical, Row, um, that is inspired by A Pearl in the Storm, by Tori Murden mcclure and has a book by Daniel Goldstein, music and lyrics by Don Landis, and is directed by Tyne Raffaele incredible creative team there. Cast features Kirsten Anderson, John Ellison, Conley, Nahal Joshi, Tamika Lawrence, John McGinty, Grace McClain, Catherine O'Rourke. You have to check it out. It's necessary.
0: <laughs> you can visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500 That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio to 500 hey, And one more time for the people in the back, visit audible.com slash Broadway
1: Radio or or text Broadway Radio to five hundred five hundred to start your free
0: trial today. All right, so we're done talking about Scott Rudin for the day. I hope. But oh, probably not. thank um, God. <laughs> speaking <laughs> for of Sun Foster, though, hey, yeah. Sun <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Foster's "Bring Me to Light," uh, which was a concert filmed live at City Center, featuring two-time Tony winner, uh, will premiere April twenty eighth at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with on-demand viewing available through May thirty first. Joining her is the legendary Kelly O'Hara, Ren Rivera, uh, which was Foster student at Ball State University, and Tony nominees Raúl Esparza. And Joaquina Calacongo both appeared opposite Foster at City Center and Anyone Can Whistle in the Wild Party. I'm excited that we're going to have more things to stream um, Always always, point, right? always,
1: It's really bizarre because I've been Do so many press releases for Shows <laughs> in person now I'm oh. like, I was actually looking at calendar dates for To go to shows in person Which is just like oh, shit, really? oh my God I know absurd wow. Um, But also Just like I'd, I'd still I, I want to go see shows in person But I'm still more focused on streaming Stuff so this is this is not A bad one to continue the streaming streak.
0: There you go. So former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton will be part of the classic stage Company's Tell the Story celebrating Stephen Sondheim and John Weidman's assassins, which I know you're freaking pumped about. Obviously, <laughs> already
1: on my calendar.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Directed by CSE's Tony uh, Artistic Director John Doyle, the previously announced free virtual event set for April 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time will feature cast members of the original Off-Broadway Company, the Broadway Revival, and Doyle's upcoming production, which I feel like you and I both had taken to that, right? Oh, uh, yep. Yep, 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 Definitely. yep, yep, we all I, We all had tickets. <laughs> so I think I still technically, Matt and I have discussed this because
1: I know Matt still has tickets or because it was like, you know, like refund limbo. So I think Matt still has I tickets. Do. I still have tickets. I don't know if you still have tickets. I think I have two tickets We're all now. just waiting. <laughs> We're all just waiting.
0: Yeah, it's also going to feature uh, Jerry Zaks and Joe Mantello, who I worship. Yeah. I hope oh, one yeah. day I, there's not a reason to not worship Joe Mantello. Correct. Uh, but <laughs> famously, he's great. And he, of course, will share memories from the off-Broadway premiere in 2004 So I'm excited for more people to be attached to this Very uh, excited
1: the... the Clinton appearance is weird But I'm, well, I'm, you know
0: You know what's interesting is like Hillary's been connecting herself a lot to theater Like I said, you know oh, she's, year, she's a, a major, major theater fan Yeah, so it's no surprise And I think it's, well I think it's kind of interesting That the show is Assassins she's I know, I was <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm trying to avoid the obvious Last four years fan of Assassins Message joke, but it's
0: there. You do, you can exactly. find it. That's strange. Yeah, we're looking. <laughs> Ashley, you had some great recommendations that you sent my way, and I would love for you to bring them up to our guests right now. Yes, indeed. The first one
1: is uh, from a friend and colleague, Christian Lewis, who wrote at the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Rail, the a, a an actual paid theater piece, which is amazing. <laughs> um, on jagged little pill, which is entitled "One Step Forward, Two Steps Back," colon Broadway's jagged little journey toward non-binary inclusion. In the piece, Christian talks. About Jagged Little Pill And kind of its journey From ART at Cambridge When it was in its Pre-Broadway run mm-hmm. To its Broadway run And there's been A lot of Deserved controversy Since then About how Jagged Little Pill's um, Joe Played by Lauren Patton Was originally A non-binary character And when yeah, it Diablo
0: moved- Cody wrote yeah. uh, They them pronouns To use throughout the show And it's yep. heavily mentioned I loved reading this article By the way Thank you for sending it Yeah but- it's an excellent
1: piece Excellent piece Christian is an amazing journalist um,
0: But yeah uh, so it talks about that. And
1: as you said, yeah, well, C- Cody wrote Joe with they, them pronouns. I believe, because I didn't get to see it at ART, but I believe there was a whole scene where um, Joe was dead named. Mm-hmm. And then when it moved to Broadway, that was changed. Uh, Lauren Patton still played the role, though it has been played by Ezra Menace um, in a couple of um understudy roles which they were apparently amazing and I wish I got to mm-hmm. see them. Um but yeah, and even in an in interview with Lauren Patton, she said that Joe was never written as anything other
0: than cis, which That's is right. a very weird response. <laughs> uh but yes, yeah, so this erasure is, is kind of yeah. strange and, and the doubling down is also uh disheartening.
1: It's really bizarre because it's kind of mm-hmm. like you didn't see this with your own eyes, which many people did. And yeah. wanted that version, so yeah, that's a great piece. Check that out. And then also, I mean, we'd be remiss not to mention mm-hmm. anything from Pose and the season <laughs> three trailer for Pose, which I believe is the final season. Oh, um, either that or season four. I know they announced their final season, which is heartbreaking. broke my heart in
0: half. I didn't know. <laughs> oh
1: no, yeah, they just announced that they were going into their final season. But yeah, of course, gotta check that out. I'm actually I'm behind on Pose, but I get to. To show it to my partner Who hasn't seen Pose Starting this weekend
0: So I'm
1: (laughs) deeply excited for that Yeah, it's gonna be good
0: Well thank you guys so much For listening to Today on Broadway Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram At Broadway Radio And don't forget about our Patreon Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio You can find me on Twitter and Instagram At It's Grace Aki Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me hating on Scott Rudin (laughs) At Uh Twitter and Instagram At No This Is Ashley Thank you guys so much Please follow along